Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the Movie Council is now in session. Hello, movie fans, and welcome back to the Movie Council podcast. That's right. If you're hearing my voice, that means your boy is back in the hosting chair tonight. My name is Tim Sherry. I am the CEO of the Movie Council. I'm here with a couple of my esteemed colleagues. We're ready to fire it up and talk some movies tonight. We've got some fun stuff to do and turn my fan off, so that's not too fucking annoying there we go and we're gonna talk about a couple movies that we watched we got some news we got some other stuff we're gonna eat, do the introductions the way i like to do the introduction oh, i know we yeah. have our own our own thing but this is my thing baby let's fire it up let's talk to my boy my right hand man he is the he is the hot shot banker he is the reigning defending best movie guy on the planet my coo my big bro mr andrew sherry what's going on man I nearly forgot how much I love that. <laughs> Fires you up, doesn't it? Yeah, you know, I mean, it makes me it makes me, you know, hungry to defend my, you know, my <laughs> title, my <laughs> ranking, you know. You ever you ever notice like in the UFC when Bruce Buffer is really firing it up and he actually fist bumps the guy in the corner, like the guy yeah, is so yeah. jacked. Like that's what I'm going for. Like yeah. a virtual hey, fist bump. Can I say so uh I've heard a theory, and when I, I've seen it happen too many times that it actually holds legs. When the person actually fist bumps Buffer, they end up losing the fight. <laughs> it, it's one of those things where every time I watch it, it like it fucking happens. If he fist bumps him, he loses. All right. Well, hey, asshole. It's just, that, yeah, I mean, asshole, yeah. I'm going to get to you in a minute, okay? I'll be with you in a minute. AJ. How was your week, buddy? A couple of weeks. We're doing every other week now. You doing all right? Mm-hmm. Let me guess. Let me guess. You had a week of vacation and then you did a little work. Yeah, you, you got thrown um, out a fucking window or something. You know, I worked. I worked. I worked straight for two weeks. So, okay, you know, that'll boy. I um. I, I got uh some stuff like that. I'm doing where I've actually been to the city of Worcester mm-hmm. because that's where I'm going to be working come August. But you know, we got some like community events we have to do and trying to get our name out there so i'm boots on the ground baby so i was in i was in worcester today so so let me let me just make sure i got this right you worked for two straight weeks so you accrued what three months of vacation is that that (laughs) is that is that the is that the the formula your math's a little fuzzy Eh, it's never been my strong suit i do i do have vacation coming up though i I work next week and then i'm off for two weeks oh see don't you bullshit me i knew that was coming (laughs) fucker all right. So. Anyways, well, I'm happy to do this. We got some movies to get to. Me too. Uh, let's let's uh, let's let's talk to my other boy, my other big bro, the producer, the editor, the 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 man of all trades in this fucking podcast. He does it all for us. You know when he when he's motivated, at least. But he is my big bro. He's very. He's he's got a great. Your hair looks terrific, by the way. Again, I know. I, I, I gotta say, it's the only reason I get my hair cut is so I can get compliments from you. Well, that's the only uh, reason. Feel complimented, buddy. It looks great. He is my big bro, Mr. Dan Sherry. What's going on, man? 
Oh, not too much, you know. Uh, I've been, been hanging in there. I had a fun week. Uh, uh, at the beginning of the week, I, I got to go to a, a concert. Uh, mm-hmm. This fucking fantastic band called The Heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I saw them. It's kind of a smaller club, you know, just like a 500-person capacity. So it's like a, a small little place. Awesome band. Those are always the best, aren't they? Yeah. Ah, so fun. We had a great time. Which actually, that reminds me. It. I found out at the concert that uh, they, one of the reasons people know who they are is because they provided music for a particular video game. And AJ, you're like the video game guy I know. Uh, did you ever play the game Borderlands? Yep. Ah, so there you go. So the heavy uh, is the band that provided some of the music for Borderlands. Oh, that's cool. So. Yeah, that's that's great. There's great music in that game, actually. Yeah. It's a very stylish game. So yeah, I can mm-hmm. imagine. Yeah, and, the music the music was is cool in it. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, and they um, yeah they're definitely a, a a stylish band, as you'd say. You know, kind of got this funk rock vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a fucking blast at the show. It was so fucking fun. So nice. Um, if you're listening to us right now and you're a, a fan of the band The Heavy, or if you're just a fan of us, well, well, if you're listening, clearly you're a fan of us. So, but anyway, if you're a fan of fucking anything in the world, mm. you know what? Email us and tell us what you're a fan of. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can reach us. We are moviecouncilpod at gmail.com or you can hit us up on social media uh we are at movie council pod on uh you know twitter and instagram and facebook you can hit us up message us there uh yeah just say you know let us know that you're a listener we love hearing from you guys so hit us up and make sure uh wherever you're listening to you you're subscribed and you rate and review the show it helps us out tremendously mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh we have to reiterate this because uh i don't know if we do it every time we talk about our social media but we do have a rule here at the movie council that if mm-hmm. you write us an email or send us a facebook message or a twitter direct message or instagram whatever they fucking use on instagram mm-hmm. no matter what it is you can just tell us to go fuck ourselves we will read it mm-hmm. off the air that's oh yeah uh, again, unless you're a friend of mine who insulted, uh, you know, uh, 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 a two-year-old yeah, child. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually worked with him the other night. We can get into that later. Um, guy that he he's a guy that fired me and then actually hired me back to do consulting work. So it's been, it's been, it's been <laughs> I, fantastic. Anyways, I didn't think I was going to be able to do this. Uh, oh yeah. Oh my because, god, dude. Uh, I I am fucking hard as a rock right now because when the podcast kicked off a few minutes ago. My my boy wasn't here quite yet. He's had quite a day, which we can maybe get into a tiny bit. I'm hoping his audio works. You want to test it real quick? Check, check. Hey, hey yo! Let's here we go. Swing baby. It on down to Charlotte. Let's talk to my boy, my bro, the the very the very handsome, the very toit, the very debonair. He is the smooth talking southern gentleman and my brother from another mother, Mr. Market Bondarout. What's up, buddy? Oh, not much, man. Just got home a little bit ago. Yeah, had Quite a run. day, huh? Yeah. Oh, um, the day was going 
fairly normally. It's actually uh-huh. my uh, my wife and I our fifth year wedding anniversary. Yeah, your, your gift years. is in the mail. God, gift damn. is in the mail. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, which was lovely. You know, day was going <laughs> going swimmingly. We didn't go to Olive Garden, um, <laughs> but we were going to uh, you know do our just our Friday night routine. Go to our favorite pizza place nearby nice. and nice. do all that. But then uh, the three year old uh, ended up having a bit of a pee issue, and mm. we had a mm. had to go to the doctor. Fun. Um, Fun. How's she? Yeah, feeling? you know, pee- she everything ended up being okay. Nothing oh, good. Wrong. Good, good, um, good. It, it, in fact, when she got home, she went pee again. She's like, doesn't hurt anymore. And I was like, yeah. sweet. Can, can glad never, to hear it. Yeah. Can never be too safe, right? You yeah. Check never, yeah. Right. I'm very happy. Glad to hear it. But, uh, you know, love the American healthcare system. We had to yeah. wait for three hours. Yeah. Uh, got seen for 20 minutes. And uh, with the insurance that I have, which, which is more than adequate, still going to have to end up paying over $100 out of pocket for uh, all 20 minutes of that, you know? So Yeah. Yeah. Marky, uh, if it makes you feel any better, see this elbow? Uh-huh. I had to get this elbow drained uh, like two months ago, two and a half months ago. I have pretty good insurance, too. I have a job, right? I was in there <laughs> 20 minutes, drained my elbow. My insurance, for some reason, only is covering like 40 or 45% of it. I owe the hospital $835 to drain oh my, my fucking Damn. elbow. Come on. <laughs> So, GP, if you can work on some advertising uh, plugs for this uh, podcast. Right, yeah. <laughs> so for your that. elbow. Yeah. yeah just or start a GoFundMe or something to that effect. Uh, yeah, Mark. Yeah, I'm happy to hear she's she's doing well, man. We were worried about her. So, yeah. Thank you. No, everything's everything's quite all right. Yes. Yeah, so that's, you know, the obviously the preferable income. But, uh, yeah. yeah, you know, a little stick in the ribs yeah. um, when they start telling you. I, it's just it's just more annoying than anything. You know, I'm happy to pay the hundred dollars, but I'm like, come on, for real? Like, yeah. I I pay you this much every month, and like, what part are you paying? What are you charging them? Yeah, Anyways, I I yeah. get so worked out of sh- been out of shape whenever we we could do a four hour podcast shitting on the American uh, health insurance slash hospital yeah. community. Leave, leave that to this American life. Uh, yeah, we will. This is a movie <laughs> podcast, but yeah, uh, we're not that smart. Okay, we, you know what? Okay, okay, I'll I'll sum it up really quickly. And in, in my mind, this is the way the healthcare system in this country should work. It should be just like the school system. With with schools, right? There are public schools that are just fine. You can go and get a public mm-hmm. education and have a great life. But if you have the money and you want to, you can send your kids to a private school. That should yeah. be the way it is with hospitals. There's some public hospitals that, you know, the rich people say suck, but mm-hmm. really are fine. Mm-hmm. And then the private hospitals you can send your kids to if you got the money. That's how healthcare should work. It's not it's not the worst in it's my not the mind. Worst. It's not the worst idea I've ever heard. Is okay. it fucked up that when you said it should be like the American school system, my first thought was that it should be shot up? Or yeah. Be- <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's every it. week yes. someone should go in with the fucking AR fifteen and fuck people up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That way, like the people that are hanging on and DP, sucking up money, DP, kill them, get it those, over with. Those are hunting rifles, DP. Come on. All right, wait, oh, don't, let's right. not get Marky going. Don't get Marky going. Okay, um, we have to hear a 30-minute dissertation about what is an assault weapon and what isn't. I would love to do nothing more than to get into the finer I know. intricacies. I we're not going to do that. Of, uh, yeah, I, could, I could break it down the parts for you, the pieces. Yeah, I, the three I of us will just be sitting here with our dicks in our hands. We won't have any idea what you're <laughs> talking about. So, 
All right. Anyways, we have movies to talk about tonight, right? Hey, yo. Um, we do. Before we, we do a couple D- of them, DP DP has a news item. Do you want to do the the little the the noise? Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank thank you for reminding me. But yeah, here, here's a little bit of news. There we go. I really love that. I really do. (laughs) It's oh, I I love it almost as much as the vault closing. Almost. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, uh, again, this you know it's generally Marky's thing, but Marky uh, again was busy today, so I I'm taking it over for him, Uh, and I'm gonna let everyone know about someone that passed away. Uh, One of the truly great character actors of uh really god the past 60 years or so uh michael lerner uh truly great character actor he's been i i believe his uh imdb number is like 180 something uh credits he has uh he's probably best known for his uh Oscar nominated supporting actor turn in the film Barton Fink. Uh, he was also the boss in the film Elf, which I'd say more people probably saw Elf. <laughs> he was he, he was in that. He was in X-Men Days of Future Past. Um, just like a, one of those guys that has been in so many things that even if you don't know his name, as soon as you see his face, like, oh, yeah, I fucking know that guy. I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. And he just passed away this past week. Uh, again, like 83 years old. You know, I had, I had a good fucking ro- 81 years. You know, I, I, a good fucking run and uh, a amazing career. And one of those dudes that everybody knows, even though they don't know they know him. Yeah, I just I just looked him up and saw that face. I'm like, oh, that guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, w- w- one of the great character actors, which randomly has been talked about recently on the show about like how much we love character actors, like the 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 David Pamers of the world and Peter Stormares. So, yeah, Michael Martin. Lerner is one of the greats, and he Marco uh, Martindale. Yeah, just passed away this uh, this past week, and you know. DP, I was looking through his um his his uh filmography. He was in Eight Men Out, which I loved mm-hmm. actually back in the late eighties. He actually played Arnold Rothstein in it. It was a big role in the movie, so mm-hmm. um decent flick. Uh, he was in it. He's just been in so much. How many? I'm sorry, I stepped away for a second to deal with the dog. Did you say how many titles? It was many... like a hundred and eighty three or something. So over a hundred and eighty. The guy had yeah, quite crazy. a busy career. Mm-hmm. Never a star, but carved out probably i'm sure made solid money did his mm-hmm. thing lived out there you know probably got blown you know numerous times uh you know yeah. that's like that's, 90 that's, that's normally what i think about when i think about if you what happens when you're an actor out in hollywood right like 90 yeah. percent of the people that live in hollywood would fucking kill for his career yeah like you know like uh, I mean, obviously, we got the Brad Pitts and the Tom Cruises of the world, but 90% of the actors out there do not have nearly as good of a career as Michael Lerner. Oh, yeah. 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 So. yeah. Well, rest in peace, buddy. Uh, mm-hmm. Liked you in some stuff. Sad to see you go. Agreed. Marky had a busy day. I don't know. Do you have any news or anything, Marky? Or yeah, a couple we... things. Yeah. Um, oh, wait. Uh... Hold on, Marky, before oh, sure, you sure, sure. give us any news. 
<laughs> All right, now you're ready. You know, maybe <laughs> we need a we need a uh, different sound bite for the obituary section. Yeah. I, I was actually thinking about that, yeah. and since it's usually you, I was thinking maybe we just uh, call the segment "Hey Marky, Who Died?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll come up with a little sound bite for "Hey Marky, Who Died." I was. What's that? What's that? <laughs> What's that typical tune for like uh, a graveyard? I'm, I'm, I, what I'm hearing in my head is John Williams' Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. But what yeah, I'm like imagining, the Imperial March, right? Yeah, that could work. I don't even want to try to <laughs> sing it out loud because I'm just it'd just be a weird compilation to hurt everyone's ears. <laughs> but uh, for the news that I have is more um, upcoming movie related. Mm-hmm. Uh, they released the. Uh, first trailer for dune part two uh looks epic looks fantastic i'm very excited about that love the first one um i saw that pedro pascal has joined ridley scott's gladiator sequel Mm -hmm. um you know pedro is hot right now he's hopping on on board all kinds of things this gladiator sequel seems i don't think a story has been or a plot has been released yet. Um, unfortunately, I don't think it's going to be the one that we uh, that was originally rumored that we would yeah. hope for. Well, that would have been great. I know, man. That would have been so wild Just to fucking laugh at for a while. I uh, know. I would have been like so absurd. It sounds fantastic, but yeah. So who knows what the sequel is going to be about? I think Denzel's in it, um, and Pedro. I don't know who else has been confirmed. Um, I did just see. Uh, a poster, a new movie poster for this movie I had not heard about until seeing this. It's called Fool's Paradise and it's by Charlie Day, the guy that plays uh, Charlie Kelly and Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And the reason I'm bringing it up more is that I see that uh, Ray Liotta is on the poster and is on the bill. And oh. we had, when we reviewed uh, Cocaine Bear, um, I, I obviously mistakenly said that this that was Cocaine Bear was Ray Liotta's last movie. I did not okay, know. Cocaine was... Jack. Sorry. I, every time. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I didn't know he was coming out in another one. So, but the 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 bill is stacked. I see uh, Charlie Day, Ken Jeong, Kate Beckinsale, Adrian Brody, Jason Sudeikis, um, Eddie Falco, Jason mm-hmm. Bateman, Common, Ray Liotta, and John Malkovich. So not sure what the movie's about, but love Charlie Day. Hilarious yeah. dude. Great yeah. writer. Dude, so. fucking Dennis is in it too. Glenn Howerton. Is he? Yeah. No shit. And The Waitress. That's or, funny. I mean, if fucking Charlie's going to make a movie, clearly yeah. The Waitress will be in it. So. Well, that's his wife. That's his wife, right? <laughs> He's married wife, to yeah. In yeah. real life, yeah, that's his wife. Uh, in reality. Of, uh, <laughs> speaking of Glenn How- Howerton, uh, have you seen the trailer for that Blackberry movie that he's in that's coming out? Mm-hmm. It's going straight to streaming. It looks pretty interesting. I think it's going to, ah, oh, fuck, I can't remember which <laughs> one. It's it's going to Peacock or Paramount, not Paramount. It's going to one that we that I have available because I'm interested in looking at it. But Glenn Howerton, it's based on the true story of the BlackBerry being created and released, and mm. Glenn Howerton plays this psycho CEO mm. that hitches his ride to the BlackBerry. And it the trailer is just him like screaming and frothing at the mouth at people. I can see that. Yeah, I bet you it would be great. It looks role. like a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. So that's all I got for news. All right. Very nice. A lot of those movies coming out about like the the you know the formation of a company. You know, you have Tetris. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Tetris, what about Air? Didn't Air, Air, come out with my, Air you know? is going to be available on, uh, what's, I believe, Amazon Prime for free yeah. like next week. So Affleck and Damon, so, right? So that and be I've heard nothing but good things about that yeah. film. So yeah. those guys do I'll good definitely check it out. Yeah. They, they pretty really much do. is there is there anything that they've done that hasn't done well? Hasn't I mean there's been some mediocre reviews like the uh it was the last duel, but I mean I think we all agreed that we liked that movie. It was that a little movie, though, that movie was reviewed very well. It was the box office that tanked because of the time mm-hmm. it came out. That's right. Um but the reviews are outstanding. I never actually yeah. saw it. Um but I was actually familiar with that story historically, and it's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I I've been interested in seeing it. I never have. Maybe I'll check it out at some point. I liked it. A bit long, but uh, really good. <laughs> so, anywho, all right. Anybody got anything else? AJ, you got anything to add? Or are you just gonna? Yeah, I'm nothing. just gonna stroke my beard and look at you guys. Yeah. No, nothing. All right. Fuck. All right. Um, anyway, um, he must have used up all his words before I got on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he said like three, a, so that's he was yeah, a chatterbox. All right. So, um, DP, do you have? Do you want to do the question of the week? Oh hell yeah! I got. I got to admit, guys, this is turning into my my favorite segment of every episode. I I, I love doing this. I love hearing your answers, which you know. Yeah, clearly why it's my favorite moment. I love hearing what you guys think. So uh, this week in the Get to Know the Movie Council uh, question of the week, here we go. Uh, Are you guys familiar with the film The Butterfly Effect? I am. Ish. Right, whether you've seen I the saw whole thing, you've seen a parts long of it. Time ago, yeah. so you know the conceit. Your boy of the Ashton movie. Kutcher was in it, right? Yeah. Okay. And the conceit of the movie is Ashton Kutcher uh, can time travel in the sense that he can send his current day consciousness into his younger self's body, right? And then control what his younger self is doing. So my question to you guys is. If you could do this for one day, you could send your current brain and your current consciousness into yourself when you were younger. What day you could it's only one day. What day would it be? It could be for anything, like to relive some fucking awesome experience you had. Hmm. Uh it could be to do something differently than you did at the time, and you're like regret the way you acted so now you want to do it differently or you know it it could be a fucking three-way you had when you were 25 and see that's where i was you going fucking want to do it again right that, yeah i that's... get that yeah uh, so yeah. for me i'll let you guys think of it while i give kind of my answer because again i've been thinking about this all week mm. you guys are just hearing it now mm. for for me like, like, there's lots of thoughts like, oh, if I went back and bet on, you know, this game, I could have won a bunch of money. Yeah. But then that shit might change my current self. So I, I may want to go back and do something a little less uh, impactful. But uh, but again, there's a million things like there's a, uh, the WAAF indoor beach party concert that I went to. Mm-hmm. AJ knows exactly what the fuck I'm talking about because mm-hmm. 
I uh, drunkenly crashed his car on the way home from that and got arrested for drinking and driving. I would Mm. love to go back to that day and maybe drink less so I could actually get my friends and myself home safely. Mm. Um, And again, like I said, there's many of those kind of sexual experiences that I'd like to do again. (laughs) But, But for me, I narrowed it down. I figured it out. What I would do, I would go back and I would change one day. Uh, it was the uh, high school national championships for gymnastics. Hmm. Uh, I went. I went to uh, Michigan for. Uh, I was part of Team Massachusetts for the national championships, and uh, like all through high school, I kind of did the same vault. But right afterwards, as I was training for nationals. I was working on a new vault. I was doing, it's called a Sukahara. You, you, you know, working like, on a souk? Yeah. And so, I was I was landing it 50% of the time. Like were you, you over-rotating? Were, were you I short? Would either under-rotate okay. or hit my feet. You know, I'd either yeah, be yeah, yeah. like on my short, knees yeah. or land it. Yeah. And come nationals, like I was training it, I was practicing it. And like that day of the meet, I... I hit a couple of them and I kept hit landing on my knees and come, you know, time when the actual meet was happening and I was about to run down the fucking, you know, uh, to do the vault. I, I decided to play it safe and I just did my usual vault instead of going for the fucking Sukahara. Mm. And I fucking hate the fact that I did that. I really should have just fucking gone for it. You would have like, hit it. You would have hit it. Your adrenaline. Right? You actually probably would have over-rotated on and, it. And here's what drives me nuts, too, is because my teammates for the national team, these are kids I had known for two weeks. I never fucking met them before. But, like, in the two weeks we were training for it, they were there. And as I'm running down the fucking path, they were cheering for me so hard. Like, come on, you got this. And, like, and I felt it. And I... It, it it was too late at that point, and so I didn't do the vault, and I fucking regret it mm. to this day. I yeah. wish I did it, yeah. and and again, it's one of those things that like if I had done it, it wouldn't have changed my life at all. But it, it just would have made me fucking feel so much better about mm. it. And I wish I did it, and I didn't. And if I could go back one time, I would fucking change that day. DP DP, was that the meet you were at that one of the kids from Texas went for a fucking triple off high bar? Yeah, oh, okay. not went for, landed a fucking triple off of high bar. I'm doing a fucking souk on vault, and this dude's doing triples off of fucking high bar. So, yeah, I mean, we you were have to be outclassed. Like, you are, yeah. I mean, the height you need for that fucking thing. Jesus yeah. Christ. Ah, so, uh, wow, DP. That's a good question. That's a good one, though. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, you, you got one. It could be anything. You could fucking, you know, just go back yesterday and fucking know the uh you know lottery numbers and win the lottery i got one mm. all right aj let's hear it i i fucking i this is what i love let's hear it aj bring it so nine years ago i made a decision to buy this condo mm-hmm. i i would have kept looking if i had to do it over again <laughs> really condo life because i was so happy to be like buying a house and like you know, mm-hmm. proud, proud guy and the house is there's nothing wrong with the place. It's condo life is a fucking pain in the ass. Yeah. So 
Yeah, I would have like kept looking, maybe chosen a, a single family situation versus what I have now. Mm-hmm. When you, you're getting tired of hearing people's fights through the walls, stuff like that, and just like just the endless like you know like bitching and complaining by neighbors about the parking out here and <laughs> mm-hmm. collecting money for the plow bill. It's just, it's just a rack. <laughs> it's just a racket. I don't like at all. I just, you know what I want? I just want some GD peace and quiet, you know, that's right. all I want. And I can't get it here. You know, everyone, every time you turn around, mm-hmm. some, somebody's complaining about something. Condo life's just a racket. And I just, and this one in particular. So, yeah. Yeah, I, the place is fine. But, you know, now it's like the rates are so fucking horrible. I'm not going to sell the place and try to, like, I don't know. It's just the market's fucked right now. Like, yeah, if you sell that, oh, you have to end up getting, so go find the same thing somewhere else. Right. So I'm just going to stick it out for a while. But, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's... <laughs> I, I I dragged the podcast down a little bit, but yeah, the, no, the... not at all. Because I tell you what, HA, it, it's not just condo life. Like if you bought a house that was in an area that has a homeowners association, oh yeah, it's just as fucking bad. Those HOAs. Suck. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> I pay, I pay, I pay, I pay the fees. I'm yeah. in a condo. Right, I, but I, it'd be no different if you're in a house. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you had, a, if you're in a house that had an HOA, it'd be the same fucking bullshit. That Unless you get one with. far enough yeah. out of town or out of a neighborhood. Yeah. yeah, exactly. In any event, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm glad I went into home ownership. Like, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's an asset, et cetera, et cetera. But like, yeah, so, yeah, it's not I all it's cracked that. up to be. <laughs> All right, T Dubs, Marky. Which one do you guys want to go next? I got something. Um, right, well, for, first of all, I, I have a question about the uh, parameters of mm, this mm-hmm. question. Um, okay. If we go back and uh, relive that experience, try to do something different, what have you, are we then uh, living every day, normal time from that point forward? Like, does yeah. it? Because that would be. Yeah. Sure, okay. that's how it works. Yeah. Uh, like, unless you would do something yeah. that would I mean, there's specific, there's definitely specific drastically specific well, Mark, Mark, you're a science fiction fan. Come on. Yeah. Well, uh, like, yeah, I, do we have a time machine? We can just go back and, like, kick the kid in the ass that we were and then, like, you know, go back home or something. Mm. Well... Yeah, but so, all, it's the butterfly effect, Mark. Yeah, I don't want to <laughs> relive... I still don't get it. I don't want to relive... Uh, <laughs> that many years so i'm gonna go with the i'll, I'll tell you what i was gonna say no you just it's one day in your younger self and okay. then you come back to today okay well right. the, the greedy answer is the is the lottery question i remember right. it was like a year ago when the uh, powerball got to like two billion dollars yeah mm-hmm. yeah i'd go right. back with you those go to numbers. the day before the last time no one won with the right, right number and boom yeah, yeah. And, and that's a good day to go back to, if we have sure. to relive every uh day and normal time from that point forward that wouldn't be so bad that was like a year ago and right. like i'm already set and happy with my life where i am i would just be two billion dollars richer right. but no the um, no, you just come back to today okay well the sappy the sappy answer is uh when i was playing uh soccer for school in eighth grade we had this uh away game one time and uh, almost my whole family ended up coming to watch me play i played goalie and uh some other kids started 
and it was like a really like tight, tense game. I was decent. The other kid maybe it was more experienced, but I was taller, lankier. Um, and I was decent too. Um, but the other kids started and I know the coach was like really into the game. I sat on the bench the entire game. And at the end of it, he turned around and saw me and was like, Oh shit, Marky, I'm so sorry. I forgot to put you in. And part of me felt like it was my fault for not like speaking up, you know, like a mm. oh, man coach. Yeah. And I felt more bad because that was one of the only games. Like my dad had come to watch me playing some other games, but that was like the only game that I can remember where my whole family came out to watch and they just watched me sit on the bench the whole time. Mm. So yeah. Yeah. That, that so one always kind of, yeah. You would go back myself, and I think. be like, Hey coach, put me the fuck in the game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So right? I get, yeah. Thinking about that memory is one of those things that makes me like say noises in the shower. I'm like, ah, you know, like we're driving <laughs> another road. <laughs> You're just trying yeah. to gr- grunt hey. the emotions out of your body. Yeah. <laughs> um, but because of that, I feel like that now that I think about it, that I think that experience has made me a bit of a, not a dick, but it, because of that, I have stood up for myself and almost uh, too much because mm-hmm. uh, I've gotten called out for being a pushover myself because I've gone too far in the other direction. So uh, maybe it was a good experience for me at that age. I don't know. Right. But that's yeah. the sappy the, answer. The, the, that is the thing with this question is because if you go back and change something that you did, it might change who you are now, mm-hmm. depending on what it is. So yeah, Right. That was, uh, that that was eighth a- grade. To me, at least, that's what makes this question interesting. Uh, I just wouldn't be listening to the little shit next door like Bounce's fucking soccer ball. (laughs) I figured AJ was going to be like, you know, 20-something years ago, I would have pulled out. I thought that's what he was (laughs) (laughs) BP could say the same thing. Exactly, yeah. I mean, yeah. I would have finished on her face. Wait, whoa. (laughs) I just, the Jim Gaffigan, doesn't he incorporate this logic into his, uh, bacon joke he's like i would just go back in time to when i was eating more bacon <laughs> that's a bacon bacon continuum yeah huh. so, all right tw <laughs> what do you got there's got to be something you would yeah, like to I'll, do differently i'll from start past, i'll start with right? this you know you know what i wouldn't do differently my hair tonight it looks fucking <laughs> look at my hair it, it, look, it is fucking on point i look dog. like a fucking movie star right look at that <laughs> holy christ you really got it going on that was I, i'm a big was, fan yeah that was not on purpose. Um, <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I have two, but I'm only going to say one. So I'll let you guys decide. Do you guys want me to do the, the high school sports one? Or do you guys want me to do one that is deeply personal? Deeply oh. personal. Uh, really? <laughs> you have to have fucking ask? This is deeply, deeply personal. And I'll try to not get emotional about it. But it is a massive regret in my life. I was, mm-hmm. this goes back to when I was probably right around the time I was turning 30 and then into my 30s early 30 31 years old i was in a relationship where i was absolutely in love just i mean head over heels i i couldn't ever imagine being with anybody else and we were together for like a year and a half and it was just like i saw a future i saw everything i i even would have would have had kids with this girl like i i, I wanted it all like and i was the whole thing and she you know i thought she felt the same way and then and then one day she just kind of out of the blue showed up at my place and was just like you know, with all these doubts about everything about us. And um, Mm. instead of fighting, um, I did that very typical guy thing. And I was just like, you know what, bitch, you don't want me. 
everything I've done for you, you don't want me? Fuck off. You know, go. Get out of my face. I don't ever mm. want to fucking see you again. And uh, I've regretted that day every ever since. I should have I should have fought. I should have fought for her. I really should have. Yeah. Um, and uh, I let her go. And I, 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 uh, I really never, I bumped into her a couple of times, but I never talked to her again. And, you know, in this world of social media now, I obviously, of course, stalked her because, you know, that's what <laughs> and uh, she got married and she has a kid and she looks deliriously happy. And I, I, I sit back and I wonder if that, if that should have been my life, that guy, if that mm-hmm. should have been me, you know? But, mm-hmm. you know, I fucked up. And uh, after that, pretty much every... Re- and you got to remember, I got married once, you know. And <laughs> every relationship I ever had was kind of a sham because of that. And every other girl never really had a fucking chance. My poor ex-wife never really had a, had a chance. And uh, mm. so, yeah, that was that was one I deeply regret. Even if I just tried. Even if I could just sit back and go, at least I fucking tried. Right. I, did, uh, I just acted like I yeah, ended the same way as long yeah. as I can look at back. At least I gave it, it a shot. Like, hey, no. I didn't give up. No, nope. yeah. I was I was Mr. Tough Guy in that moment. Fuck. I was go you know, fuck yourself, bitch. You know, you don't deserve me anyway. So mm-hmm. I have yeah. a bunch of those moments yeah. too. So yeah, that's that that's one that, that 12 years later I still yeah. kind of kick myself over. So mm-hmm. I would have done yeah, those that differently. Are fucking rough ones, man. Yeah. So so I'm happy I stayed composed during that because that's one that uh, keeps me up some nights. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else? Anybody got anything else they want to get out of the system before uh, before we move on? I will say one other thing. My, my my number two on the list was when I was younger. Ah, uh, this girl I was dating um, brought her friend into the bedroom one night, mm-hmm. but you know, kind of set some rules. I I would go back and fucking change those rules. Yeah. 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 I think you can figure out what I mean by that. We could do a whole episode on this. Uh, Because, you know what, like, I didn't end up with her. Who cares? It was a fucking, you know, short time thing. I might as well enjoyed every second I could have. And I didn't. This ain't Fight Club. (laughs) Ain't no rules. But yeah, that that's one of those nights that I think about. Like, why didn't I just do it? What the fuck was wrong with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So hey, you know. All right. Well, that was a good one, DP. I do. That's a good question. Yeah. Really good. Yeah, okay. I, I, I was looking forward to the, the I, that I, question I, this week. I, I let you guys I thought it'd the, be fun. I let you guys and the listeners way behind the curtain. I was yeah, say, big time. time. That's nice. Drum up some emotions out of yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that hurt. That hurt hard. But yeah. You know what makes me happy? Watch this segue. You know what makes me happy? Reviewing movies with you guys. Hey, I love it. I love it. <laughs> it. Makes me so happy. Big fan. So we got to do a couple tonight. A couple of new mm-hmm. ones, very new ones from last year. What do you guys think? Should we start with the soft one and then go to the the scary one? Or we start? I scary? think so. You want to start soft, with... soft, scary. Yeah. Okay. I think I think that's a good idea. I think plus I think uh, the the scary one might get us going a little more as well so, I think so. Mm. all right so the first movie we are gonna talk about tonight it just came out right streaming just like yes. last just friday this past week yeah yeah so about a week ago it came out it came out to the cock right cock mm-hmm. yes, the cock yeah the peacock sorry uh make sure that's specific about that um it is the movie uh starring woody harrelson uh caitlin olson it is called champions 
So uh, real quick synopsis on Champines. Is that how it's pronounced? Or is it Champines? Mm-hmm. Champines, yes. Champines, yeah. okay. Um, Everybody wears <laughs> Champines. <laughs> yes! All right. Um, Woody Harrelson stars in the hilarious and heartwarming story of a former minor league basketball coach who, after a series of missteps, is ordered by the court to manage a team of players with intellectual disabilities. He soon realizes that despite his doubts, together, this team can go further than they ever imagined. So, um... I guess I don't know. Let me. Uh, anybody want to take the helm on this one? Kind of. Uh, I'll start it out. Yeah, tell me, mm. Marky. Marky, um, why don't you give? Why don't you talk about it a little more in depth first, and then we All can right. talk about you know like how you felt about it. Sure. All right. So, um, yeah, TW just gave the synopsis. Um, Woody Harrelson is the lead. Caitlin Olson is the uh, uh, supporting actress. She's like his fling. She's the sister of one of the. Uh, special needs people that's on Woody Harrelson's basketball team. Oh, Marky, very quickly, uh-huh. real quick. It's a Bobby Farrelly movie, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I wanted yeah. to ask that. Farrelly yeah, Bobby Farrelly is the director. Right, yeah. one of the Farrelly brothers. Yes, just wanted so to make the sure movie, they knew that. Yep. Sorry, the movie did have, you, some of that humor was sprinkled in there. Yeah. You could mm, tell, you could feel time. it. Um, the movie uh, takes place in uh, Idaho? Iowa. Um, it's Iowa. Iowa. Yes. Des Moines, yeah. Des Moines, Iowa, Iowa. that's right. Um, it's like a winter hellscape, the whole movie. Everything just looks bitch and cold. Yeah. Um yeah, and just our life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, welcome. <laughs> welcome to hell. It's it's uh it's gonna be hard for me. I'm gonna go ahead and start sprinkling in some of my, my feelings about it because it's gonna be hard for me to talk about it without uh saying so. But the the movie was kind of a um uh paint by numbers, feel good, cute movie with uh some crude humor sprinkled in. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed, but uh, that was uh, Bubbles from Trailer Park Boys. If you've ever seen that show, was Woody Harrelson's attorney when he had to go to court for no. the, yeah for drink driving. No way! It was, really? I swear, I didn't even look it up. I, I know it's him. Hold on, keep Correct talking. I'm gonna I'm look wrong. that up. I'm gonna look that up. You know, it, it what got me is when he says the line, his phone rings, or no, he checks his phone and he sees who the judge is going to be, and he goes, "Ah, oh, fist me!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that like, was... Oh, that's fucking bubbles. Um, so yeah, Woody Harrison gets in a drunk driving accident, um, and he's ordered to uh, do community service, and he takes this job. And then when he's in court, he's asking the uh, the judge, he's like, "So these people, they're um, how do I say this?" And the judge is like, "Uh, how do you say what?" They're um, uh, retarded Americans. Yeah. <laughs> by the we're, way, by the we're way, all Americans. But <laughs> by the way, real quick, if any movie is going to get us canceled this year, it might be this one. Just, just based 100%. on terminology. Hundred percent. And Marky, you are first you are, thought. Marky, you are absolutely right. That is Bubbles. Nice, nice. So. <laughs> yeah, he was good. He's he's unrecognizable because he doesn't have those Coke bottle glasses. <laughs> yeah. But as soon as he said fist me, I'm like, oh, I know that voice. I know that level of profanity. Um, so, like I said, the movie's a uh, uh, bit of a cliche, paint by numbers. You know, they're they're striving to make a good basketball team. They've got a lot of kinks to work out. Um, the camaraderie starts to build. Woody Harrelson starts to feel included. His uh, jack asshole behavior starts to wash away. And his, his warm heart comes shining through. Um, he starts to become a person in the community. Um, he uh, kind of turns down his pursuit of 
finding an MBA career and wants to stay with the guys. Once his 90 days are over of community service, he chooses to stay on and do more to take him to uh, the championship game. Um, yeah, this was court ordered. I don't know if he said that or not. I pulled my head. Yes. Down yeah. He yeah, got into not... a drug driving accident, hit a mm-hmm. car. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that I for... Showtime was the name of the character's name that always shoots behind yeah. his back with like yeah. a cradle shot, mm-hmm. whatever you call that. Um, granny shot over his back. Um, and he always does his dance. Yeah, afterwards. The big balls dance. Yeah. Yeah. yeah big balls. That's what, he... what are you doing? Yeah. Big balls. Yeah. Big balls. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was like a, a heavy bit of foreshadowing. Right. Yeah. You knew. Yeah. You Everyone knew. knew. The second you saw it. Yeah. 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 That's going to happen by the end of the movie. Yeah. You knew. The buzzer shot. Um, so, yeah, it, it was a cute movie. It was uh, very telegraphed, but it was fun. Caitlin Olsen brought uh, a nice sense of humor to the movie. She's, you know, uh, we keep talking about Always Sunny. Um She's Sweet D from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So she's playing a, a comedy drama role in this movie. Uh, so mo- acting mostly serious, but you could see her weird deadpan face and uh, awkward comedy that's from Always Sunny leaking into this movie. And I felt mm-hmm. like that brought a nice bit of flavor um, to what may otherwise be pretty dead. But uh, Woody Harrelson did great. The... Uh, the basketball team, the uh, super friends or something like they were called. Yeah. The friends, they, the friends, they are all great uh, acting wise and just uh, humor and delivery. They did a good job. Um, so uh, cute plain telegraphed movie, but it, it worked. It clicked. I mean, it's, it has like a 95 audience and a yeah. 59 critic. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think I'm that's sure, like 59 critic, 59 wow. critic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah fifty nine ninety five. I think those are both accurate, you know, because the movie works and does well, but it's nothing groundbreaking or uh, necessarily unique. It's it's just a, a nice feel good movie with some mm-hmm. crude humor sprinkled in. Yeah, uh, AJ, did you, how did you feel? Oh, for those that you know are adoring fans, for those that you know trust my reviews and my opinions, which is mine. I watched this movie, so none of you have to. (laughs) This movie sucked. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was terrible. I hated it. It was hokey, tropey, not funny, and I did not enjoy one iota of it. I hated this freaking movie Mm -hmm. so much. I I have no opinion outside that. I think Woody Harrelson could be doing a lot better. Um, Even Caitlin Olsen could be doing a lot better, quite frankly, than this. And Bobby Farrelly's done a lot better than this. I just thought this was uninspired, super telegraphed and predictable. I mean, I know it's supposed to be. I mean, I know tropes are there for a reason, but Mm -hmm. none of it worked for me. I was like, and I'm like, when I first saw the runtime, I'm like, this thing's supposed to be some sort of comedy. This is like going to be way too long. I guess two hours, yeah. Yeah, and it was. It wore out its welcome real, real quick. Um. Yeah, I didn't like it at all, at all. Did I you know you. that I, I heard there? Was, it, it's actually a it, not a spinoff, but it's a. It was made in uh, Spain in uh, mm-hmm. 2018. Yeah, it's based on a Spanish yeah. movie, and it, 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 that was a wildly. Well, it's based on a true story too. Is it like a Spanish uh, guy mm-hmm. in the first place or something? Yeah, um, that was wild, wildly popular. Um, 
DP? I, sorry, you just take mm. a swig of your wine. I, uh, I am. Uh, but, but I'll say, so for the listeners that listen for to get my opinion on a movie, this movie's fucking awesome. Mm. I loved it. And, and yes, it was trope-filled. Every fucking thing was a trope. Yet the characters and the actors were just so goddamn likable. Mm-hmm. Um, especially the team. Um, uh, fucking Bobby and Showtime and, and Darius. And, and as far as tropes goes, I kept expecting like the whole Darius thing <clears throat> to play out like, you know, like the replacements where they finally convinced him to join the team, but he actually brought the team down. The team's better without him. Mm. And, and that wasn't the case. They actually brought him in and he fucking helped the team and, and made everything fucking better. Um, I loved the fucking characters. And, and I know. I, I've seen this movie a hundred times. But the people that brought this movie to life, I thought were so fucking fun and so funny. Uh, it, and there's also something about Woody Harrelson's performance. Um, uh, the way he didn't like talk down to all the you know the kids with Down syndrome or intellectual disabilities, you know they weren't all Down syndrome, as we know, double M. Um, <laughs> we know it. it's like and, and because and, and that's the other thing that it, this group of people in this movie are. People I've been around my whole fucking life ever since I was young. Like when when I was in middle school, um, Matt was in my middle school with me. Mm-hmm. You know, even though he's what six five years older than me, it, he was there with me, and so I spent a lot of time like with the special needs people in my school and with Matt. And uh, this movie treated people with intellectual disabilities, people with Down syndrome with fucking respect. And I fucking loved that. Like, they were very respectful of these fucking people. They treated them like real fucking characters as opposed to punchlines. And and the the way Woody Harrelson's character interacted with them, too, was like, you know, like, real and not like degrading to them and shitty to them like he, he treated them with respect and the movie treated them with respect and it was just fun as hell and it made me laugh and it made me fucking smile and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and fucking admit it right now it fucking made me cry at the end I fucking loved it I thought it was so wonderful and so sweet and yeah, I if I had to recommend one of the movies we're reviewing this week, Smile or Champions, I would fucking recommend Champions. Mm. It'll make you smile. It's sweet. It's fucking mm. excellent. And I loved, I just loved the characters in it. They were so endearing. Mm. So HO, you'll get a chance. Let me let me just let me but hold on, hold on. Before you get into yours, the music was awful too, by the way. So just oh <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> fucking Mike Michael Franti. I uh, again. That's the other. Oh my like, god! Michael Franti. That, I, I had to. I had to. Sh- I had to shazam that shit, and I was like, "Who the I fuck is this Michael dude? Franti. That song sucks ass." Oh, <laughs> it was like. Couldn't disagree just, more. I've seen Michael Franti in concert a couple times. I think he's fucking great. 
I love, uh, yeah, I, I love his right. music and right, I enjoy TW, sorry, the sorry, music they sorry. had in this movie. Turning myself off. <sighs> All right, so I guess we need to decide whether this is a split 50-50 or if this is a three-to-one. And um, I got to be very honest with you. I kind of side with AJ on this one. Uh, I, I, I I really do. I, look, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I said, Nothing new. I said kind of side. Thing. Hold on. I said kind of side with AJ. Not completely. Because I didn't hate it. And I appreciate the attempt. Um, I mean, that is not an easy movie to make. Um, that You don't have just trained actors that you can just work with. It's, it's, it's tough. Um, but if we're judging this movie just based... We're trying to be fair based on other movies that are just like this. I just don't think it was that good. It was like it felt felt very forced and uncomfortable at times. Like it just like it was like they were really trying to like force feed these jokes that just weren't really all that funny. Um, and I disagree about I love Woody Harrelson and Caitlin Olson in general. Caitlin Olson, by, by the way, just under the radar can get it, by the way. Like just throw that in there. But I did not, I feel like there was that was bad casting. I really do. I felt zero chemistry between the two of them. It might have something to do with the fact that Woody Harrelson's in his early 60s and Caitlin Olsen is in her mid-40s. It's like That we, part I agree with. Like we talked I about, didn't like those yeah. two together. Like, I remember agree. Like 100% I agree with that. With that. Remember we talked about Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock and that age difference. Mm-hmm. It was very similar. Mm-hmm. It just didn't It didn't make sense. Does it feel real? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I don't know. Um, yeah, like you guys said, you know, is I saw he that. really in his early 60s? 61 mm-hmm. i think 61 62 wow yeah he looks great. great he looks terrific don't get me yeah, wrong it's a fair, can, it's, yeah it's no, no, directed no. by a Farrelly, right so i mean yeah so of course they had, grabbed uh, woody harrelson you know so yeah, and of course oh, because yeah. it was directed by a Farrelly, there had to be a fucking you know a a, a, a bodily fluid moment you know that's that's the fairly <laughs> puking on the bus yeah of course the perverted jokes that you know, like the kid can, i mean i will say when uh when they were having that touching moment in the finals and they were all saying why they were champions and then that kid said when I had my three way like that yeah. I, that was fucking I was like all right, yeah. that was he's like champ that was, fucking, was a... like I remember like I re- I rewound a few times like trying to keep like I'm like could I have kept my fucking composure if I was on that scene I would have pissed that, myself he that kid's delivery turned out too great but yeah. it's one girl who just changes her hairstyle. <laughs> That was really funny. Like again, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate oh, it. Oh, and, and Cheech it. Marin. Yeah, because Woody Harrelson's oh, talking to Cheech Marin. He's yeah. like, there yeah. might be two girlfriends. He's like, I'm not real sure. <laughs> yeah. There were oh, some wow. funny jokes. Although, by the way, when I was reading some reviews from the from the audience, so many people were like fucking like doing that whole like virtue signaling. I work with mentally challenged adults. And oh, these perverted you. jokes were just so awful. Like, will you Fuck off. Yeah, that means you don't no. actually know any <laughs> no, no, of these no, people, no. you fucking jerk off. Yeah. I didn't I didn't you know I these no, people. You I had no objection that. to that. I just didn't think the jokes landed all it that. didn't. I see yeah. that I agree with. That I just I most of the time I just felt it was very forced. Yeah, forced is a good word. But I will say, DP, um a couple of those things that happened in the finals, like when they uh when they were in Winnipeg, I got choked up a couple of times. I thought it was really mm-hmm. sweet. Um, and there were some really sweet moments, but again, a, a good portion of the movie was just kind of forced. And like, I don't know. I felt, I feel like, I almost feel like it was almost a missed opportunity. I felt like it could have been so much better. 
Um, mm-hmm. But again, I didn't yeah. hate it. Yeah. I didn't, if it was written better, I don't. Yeah, think it was yeah. All I'm that not well. blaming the kids. I'm not blaming you know. I'm, but I'm I'm no. blaming that it, it wasn't written well. It wasn't. Um, the jokes weren't opinion. there. And like some of the exchanges with Caitlin Olson and Woody Harrelson were just again really forced and like mm-hmm. yeah the know, chemistry just, the I chemistry tried. wasn't there. I wanted to love it, of course. I tried, and I just I just <laughs> I tell you what the chemistry between uh, the actress who played Caitlin Olson's mother yeah and Woody Harrelson yeah that was <laughs> was way better than yeah Caitlin Olson. yeah because they're way is. closer in yeah, age like, yeah. That was good. And you felt like they fucking interacted with each other much better. So, and real yeah. quick, let me say one more thing. I will say that um, kind of side storyline with that kid, Darius. Mm-hmm. I didn't, for some reason, I didn't pick that shit up until it was thrown in my face. And then I went, oh, right? okay. That, oh, hey, that hit me It hard. was a fucking drunk driver. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I did I, not figure you that know out I actually at thought, all until yeah. Woody was there. Yeah. And he I, said, I, I, I actually, hate drunk drivers. Yeah. I actually I like, thought oh. there was a connection to the other coach. And maybe he was, he saw that he had, you know, shoved him. And like, it was all over ESPN. Like, I That's thought there was I a thought. relationship. Yeah. I actually thought the other coach might have been like that kid's dad or uncle or brother. That's what I was thinking. I did not right. get that until I was like, holy shit. That was actually pretty, pretty well written and pretty mm-hmm. geniusly sprinkled in there. I, that was good. Um, yeah, but the writing just didn't. And when he came to Woody, I was like, like, I can't forgive the people, the person that fucking killed my mother yeah. or like hit us, but I'm going to practice on you. Yeah. Right. That and, was good. But, and that, like, was, that was good. I thought Woody's performance there was fucking excellent. Like you felt him, and and when they hugged, like uh, that choked me up too. DP, that, that beautiful. DP, that that part of the writing was way better than any of the comedic writing in the movie. Oh, for sure. And this is a family <laughs> brother. You know, I mean, like let, it was let, way better. I mean, we can all we can all admit that Woody Harrelson is a top gun actor. Yeah, he's fantastic. Like he's great. He's an yeah. Oscar nominee. Yeah, right. Like, and he's getting better with age. I just, I, I, I don't know. I just thought he could have done better. Well, than at, this. at two at two hours long, it felt like there were there were some filler scenes that they could have mm. gotten rid of. I will know. agree with that. I think this movie could have been tight. Yeah, thirty yeah. minutes shorter and just as good, if not better. Yeah. Right. Can I just? This isn't really anything to do with the movie. This is just a feeling I kept having, and this might have been like the might be like the former athlete in me going. But does anybody else have the feeling like when any, especially in the finals, when like any of the kids were just running down the court unabated, like nobody covering them? Did anybody else get this feeling like I wish somebody would just mug one of these motherfuckers right now, (laughs) like 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 Kevin McHale in the eighty five finals, Rambus, Kevin McHale, like just will somebody body this motherfucker? Like I just that I kept saying like somebody just clothesline this cocksucker right now, all alone. Yeah, and then it didn't happen, so I was disappointing. That was disappointing. Yeah, the movie. Um. You know, I didn't want to watch this one originally. Um, I'd mentioned to you guys, I wasn't, I wasn't uh, excited to watch it, but um, it's a new movie. We review mo- movies, and uh, part of a big thing is uh, reviewing the new ones that come out, so we can tell our adoring fans how they are and what we think if they need to waste their time. Um, and so I was reluctant to watch this one because I'm not into these types of movies, and I saw it was two hours long. I'm playing a new video game that I'm very much into, and I kept <laughs> find, trying to find an excuse while watching it to shut it off mm-hmm. and play my game. I was like, I'll, I'll watch the rest later. 
uh, this movie sucks so bad. I can't finish it. You know, use like one of TW's lines or something. Like I couldn't even get through it. I'm just I had to shut mm-hmm. it off to go play mm-hmm. Star Wars. <laughs> but I did it. I sat there and watched it all the way through. And now I, I found I found myself laughing a lot more than I thought it would. Which funny story? I almost did that with this movie early on. I really hated it early. It, it caught me. It caught me a little later. Mm-hmm. Um, but early on, I really despised it. But uh, yeah, listen, I didn't hate it. AJ hated it. You guys loved it. You know, it's all right. I wouldn't We're say loved. I loved it. You know, I, I agree. You liked the, it. Yeah. The Rotten Tomatoes critic score. Um, they did 59. Mm-hmm. Um, I might just go a point higher and just give it like an even 60. Yeah. 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 I'm with the audience. I fucking loved it. Yeah. Hey, listen, I, it, a lot just, of people, it made me smile for fucking two straight. By hours. the way, DP, that we're talking over more than a thousand ratings. So with those mm-hmm. with the audience, so like you're not you're not necessarily in the minority here. A lot of people yeah. really liked it. But and again, when I was reading through some of the reviews, most of them, the people that didn't like it, one star, mentally challenged people shouldn't speak like this. Like fuck you. You don't know I, mentally challenged people. Yeah. Yeah. You, you weren't at Matt's birthday party bowling, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> These people fuck. You didn't know that they fuck? (laughs) Are you doing sex moves with my sister? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Double M fucking bangs. I don't know if you guys know this. Oh, do not let mom listen. All right. (laughs) Oh, I I know he does, DP. Trust me. Oh, an incest joke. Yeah. Yes. Gotta be one a week. We nailed it, baby. Power bottom, you are. <laughs> oh, God. All right. I oh, think, beautiful. I think we've, we've come full circle on that one, boys. All right. That's, uh, that's good. All right. Yeah. All right. So uh, before we move on to the next movie, let's uh, let's do a quick uh, ratings. I, I uh, For, uh, you know, one out of five, like we normally do the star ratings. I, I, I got to hear this, AJ. Uh, <laughs> what do you got? So, you know, uh, I'm not going to pull any punches. I'm going to say one out of five. Oof, wow. Um, and uh, I'm probably next up on the list if we're going in order. Um, I would give it like two and a half out of five. Marky? Um, yeah, I'm going like two and three quarters, 2.75. Okay. DP? Yeah, I'm a straight up fucking four out of five. Mm-hmm. I thought this movie was so wonderful, and God, it's so fun to watch. I think everyone should watch it. So, for me, yeah, this is a four out of five. The characters is just so awesome. I love them. I, I thought they were all so great. I think everyone should see them. I think it could have been. I really do. I think it was. Mm-hmm. I think it was a bit of a missed opportunity. Anyways, I get it. It, well, it wasn't bad though. It really wasn't bad. So. All right, so we did uh, re- uh, review, uh, watch another movie. We're going to review it now. Uh, it was a movie that came out last year. Um, it's called Smile. It's a horror. I'm going to read the synopsis, and then I'm going to read just a couple little fun facts about it. And then I'm going to just say, I'm just going to say a couple of things really quick. I don't, I'm not going to, we can get more into the details later, but there's a couple of things I want to say, and then I'm going to let you guys take it over, okay? So um, let me just read. Uh, this came out last year, and it's on uh, Amazon, right? It's on Prime. Mm-hmm. Yes. Talk, right. All right. Or MGM Plus. As no, well, I think but, I think it, yeah. Paramount too. Paramount as well. Yes. Yeah. Right. All right. Uh, <clears throat> after witnessing a bizarre, traumatic incident involving a patient, Doctor Rose Cotter, 
played by Sosie Bacon, starts experiencing frightening occurrences that she can't explain. As an overwhelming terror begins taking over her life, Rose must conf- confront her troubling past in order to survive and escape her horrifying new reality. Um, bum, Sosie bum, Bacon, bum. if you're wondering, yes, that is Kevin Bacon's daughter. Horrible um, first name. Which, real yeah. quick, um, <laughs> if, if you're doing a Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon... Does she count just as like his daughter? Like even though she hasn't been in a movie with him, she's like could she be like you know, uh, fucking Cal Penn was in this movie with her, and she's Kevin Bacon's daughter, so it's one degree. Of yeah, we're gonna need a, we're gonna need an official ruling. I just yeah, went we'll, cross- we'll, we'll we'll look into it. Yeah. I just went cross-eyed. So I just want to say <laughs> real quick that uh, Rotten Tomatoes wise, uh, this is very close. Critics and audience, seventy nine percent from the critics, seventy seven from the audience. And I do want to throw in that the movie had a $17 million budget and just in the box office alone made $217 million. Oh, wow. And why, why is Damn. that? Why well, it's, is a horror, that? it's a horror movie. People like going off of horror movies. Um, There's another reason, mm-hmm. I think. It made, 200, it made 200 mil. Um, I just want to say a couple things and I'll let you guys you chop it at the bit. I just want to say... I, I know what you're saying, AJ. I just want to say... Well, we, just for a fucking second, hold on. I know. This, I'm sorry. This movie... Horror movies don't usually get to me. Um, they they just like you know I, I even other than like The Exorcist, you know, uh, and and uh, what the fuck The Ring that movie fucked with me for some reason. Uh, but most of the time they don't. This movie, and I don't exactly know why. Maybe we'll get to it as we're going. This movie stuck with me for some reason. Like this movie uh-huh. had my head spinning for a few days um afterwards and i i watched it about a maybe i don't know mark it was like a month ago you and i were texting about it maybe even less yeah yeah and i watched i rewatched some of it today some parts that i wanted to kind of uh rehash on and yeah i felt the same way when i rehashed on it today that i did the first time i watched it. it fucked with me um and maybe we can get into why as we go um uh dp what, what did you think about smile so <clears throat> I, I can I, I think this might be just my brain's fucked up. So, uh, it, it, in all horror movies, kind of low on my list of uh, you know genres that I like, and, and this movie I gotta say made me fucking laugh hysterically quite a few times, and at times that I don't think I should have been laughing, like when. Um, uh, that scene when she comes back to the hospital and goes in the room and she's stabbing the guy. Yeah. And then fucking Kumar comes over and peels his face off. No, I laughed at that too. Oh my I, God. Just, it was hysterical. Yeah. I, I definitely, <laughs> I think maybe this is why it's fucking with me so much. Like, I and, and that's the thing. Like, for me, like, it was very entertaining. But uh, at the same time, it was like, I don't know, the, the parts that I felt like they're trying to scare me. All they did was make me laugh. So I feel like they kind of failed on that. But at the same time, it did make me laugh. So I didn't hate it. You Hold know? on. Hold on. Time out. Time out. Time out. Okay. Not, not in the podcast. You and me. Time yeah. Out. That fucking opening scene when that mm-hmm. girl flips out and then she gets up and she's standing there with that right? fucking and she smile. She sticks that thing in her cheek. That, 
That I scared laughed. the shit. I, I mean, that had the fucking hairs on the back of my neck standing up. Which not not the fucking. I know AJ probably almost passed out when she cut her neck because he can't deal with that type of. I, I will say but, when it first went into her cheek, I was like, "Oh my god!" But the but, but like that yeah, after that smile that she had because she's a gorgeous girl. It's Caitlin Stacy. She's a gorgeous girl. Mm-hmm. Like. This movie has me like I, I, I was fucked up for days when people smiling at me. I didn't. I hated it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that. Um, but can I say one one more thing before I move on from me? <laughs> I don't know. I, I found entertaining about this movie. So, uh, her Kevin Bacon's daughter there, her current fiance, A Train. Uh, a-Train, yes, played by Jesse T. Usher. Love seeing A-Train. Right? Her former boyfriend uh, is played by Kyle Gallner, mm. who played uh, Impulse slash Bart Allen, The Flash, in the show Smallville. Huh. So her two boyfriends are both fucking actors that played speedsters okay. in other fucking media. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, Kyle Gallner is yeah the Flash from Smallville, and her current boyfriend is A Train from The Boys. Okay, which I just mm-hmm. found interesting, <laughs> funny. Huh. Well, and by the way, the- also Kyle Gallner, the fucking cop ex boyfriend, was the best part of this fucking movie. I he was fucking good. loved his character. Yeah. Um, it's one of the few people that didn't just look at her like she was a fucking cunt like everyone yeah. else did. Yeah, right. Which just kind of annoyed me, like. It, it, this girl is not some crazy person. Like she's a fucking doctor, and she's telling you something's going on, and you're just dismissing it like that. The fuck is wrong with you people? Mm-hmm. And then you know, yeah, uh, her, her ex boyfriend cop, fucking impulse, actually is the only one that you know took her so much seriously and didn't think she was a cunt and fucking helped her out. And yeah, I, I, I he was my favorite character in the film. So. All right. Any well, Hoosiers. So you didn't on. love it. You thought it was funny. Yeah. Right. That was it. Yeah. That was funny. It, it, it wasn't, wasn't scary. Comedy. It was yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Marky, <laughs> we're, you, you, Marky, you and I can get into this in a minute. Let's get our um, yeah. person who hates everything out of the way. <laughs> um, AJ, how bad did you hate this movie? Pretty bad. Yeah, I <laughs> so just for context, so you guys don't think I'm just shitting on every movie that comes across our that's episode. not black and white right and thank you marky that isn't casablanca or is it uh, in a foreign language or is it in a foreign language, language. christ just so crunch. you don't think that let me give some context <laughs> to this okay every si- i think the movie relied way too much on cheap jump scares okay but to to the to to the degree that about two thirds through the movie, there was some jump scares. I was like, "Here comes the next jump scare," and then it happened. Like I was predicting the jump scares. That's how much they were relying on them. Okay, so I, I look, I, I like horror. I'm not. I will admit, I'm not a fan of the supernatural horror genre, but I understand the tropes of the genre. You know, I just didn't think that this film executed the tropes very well like like say like conjuring did the original conjuring film very creepy yeah that's a really good one um 
I just didn't, I thought this was sort of like a cheap knockoff of that. Uh, and, and the film used a lot of like this uh, mark, like a ton of marketing to, to get the word out about this thing. And they like had this uh, whole thing where they put people, like people smiling and like, baseball stadiums behind yeah public events public events and stuff like that televised public events brilliant right yeah so that's great Mm. but to get the word out and i think that's why it made so much money at the box office but i don't think that was indicative of the the quality of the film uh that it was actually good because i don't think it was actually good um i i hated the ending i thought the ending was kind of garbage um I don't know if they were trying to tell tell me give me some kind of message about mental illness and things like that. And that's whatever. I, I thought things were kind of muddled in that regard. And I, I just I didn't enjoy my time with it. I also thought the runtime again, the runtime was nearly two hours on this thing. And I, I didn't think it should have been. You know, I, I think horror films can be nice and tight under two hours and like mm. and, and scare me and do 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 justice to the film but i didn't think i didn't think this one landed on on any level to scare me i was not scared no that scene where she slid i was not squeamish i wasn't scared none of it really hit me in that way you know i thought the whole scene with the 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 kid opening the present and the it's the dead cat and stuff like uh, it was just shock value in my opinion but I didn't like this. I didn't like this at all. Mm-hmm. So can I just add one thing I did like about it? Um, scary wise, and I thought they did an excellent job with it. Is um, uh, what's uh, Captain Jack Ross's daughter there? Uh, the the doctor uh, throughout Rose. the film. Yeah, right. When you saw close ups of her face, you could see. As the film went on, she just kind of got more wrinkles and more yeah. bags under her yeah. eyes. Yeah. And just as it went on, more like she down. looked more and more run down and drained. Yeah. And the way they did that, I thought was fucking excellent. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, some of the camera stuff where they were doing that kind of like twist of the camera and showing everything upside down. I thought like the first time they did it, it was kind of cool. And then they did it like three more times and kind of grew old. Mm-hmm. But but at first I thought it was fucking excellent. I, I, I thought that the, the camera work was great and the the way they made Ren McCormick's daughter's face kind of age throughout mm-hmm. the fucking thing. I just love how you keep using a different different Kevin Bacon character. Yeah. Yes, yeah. thank you. Yeah, pretty great. <laughs> thank you for pointing out the obvious, AJ. Um, I just think it's the best yeah. part about this discussion right now. Well, because I mean, because that, cl- that movie sucked. Well, I mean, because you're, I mean, you're clearly not. So, uh, Marky, speaking of the best part of the noise. Marky, I, well, I, I do want to hear what you people that loved it think because I know you guys. Oh liked my god! It, so. I didn't say I loved it. I didn't say okay. I loved it. But I, I do want to hear you guys' opinion. I'm very. I love ETW. Yeah, Marky, what did you think? Yeah, maybe I'm just easy to please, but uh, I like this movie quite a bit, mm-hmm. and I'm a sucker for horror movies, and I uh, typically look down on jump scares because it's a cheap tactic. But the way that it was done in this movie felt like an homage almost to i i this movie reminded me a lot of the ring 
it was more violent and gruesome than the ring, but it gave me that same uneasy feeling. TW mentioned like hairs in the back of your neck or like things were about to happen. You knew they were happening and like you became uneasy. And then when you were done watching them for me, when I was done watching the movie, it stuck with me. I watched it. I watched it on an airplane in a public space the first time I watched it. And then I was alone in a hotel room that night and didn't feel great. Didn't sleep great that night. Mm. I'm a grown man. And it's still, mm-hmm. it still mm-hmm. fucked with me. The shadows in that room that night still fucked with me. Um, but I, I enjoyed the jump scares. I knew they were coming and they still got me. Um, there was some, uh, uh, decoy jump scares, you know, uh, times when you expected a jump scare to happen and it was delayed just enough and then got you somewhere else. Um, I enjoy that shit. And it's, I, I thought the movie was shot. Well, it was framed. Well, the, the color, the acting, the character's great. Uh, Sozy Bacon. Um, she did a great job. Like DP was mentioning uh, her uh, degradation or just like her, becoming unraveled as the movie went on and her control over her own like face and the the mm-hmm. muscles in her face and just the way that she was able to make like parts of her face like twitch like later in the movie she's she is fucking losing it um it, the movie was thick with tropes of movies in this genre but instead of me feeling like it was beaten down and uh well-trodden and too used it to me it felt like it was like a, more of an homage it felt like a, like an older scary movie that i that i watched when i was a kid that i enjoyed it was like watching something like that again um i liked how uh yeah sozy bacon's character is a uh psychiatrist um and she has this event happen to her and she's trying to explain to people what's going on and like you guys mentioned, it's, most of the characters are acting like she's crazy. Well, she does have mental illness history in her family. Her mother suffered from it. So that's what her fiance, A-Train, is like, you know, your your mother was crazy. Like, is this it coming out in you? And mm-hmm. uh, it was her uh, ex, ex the, the cop, that was uh, the one that was – maybe it was because he was trying to get back with her, but he kind of stuck around and listened to her and was helping her out. Um and uh, AJ, you mentioned the runtime. You know, it's weird. Uh, modern movies, you're hard pressed to find a movie that's under two hours these days. And we've mentioned this before in the podcast. There's even a section in some of these streaming platforms that say 90 minute movies because so many movies these days are two hours plus. Sometimes you, you don't want to sit through a, a fucking slog of a movie. Yeah. You need 130 minutes or a, an hour and 30 minutes. Um, they've gotten to the point to where like streaming services actually point that out for you. So you, you know, you're not going to be sitting down for over two hours. Anyways, it, it did drag on a little bit. Barbarian um, an hour 42. Yeah. Yeah. And that was perfect. That was tight. Right. Yeah. yeah was, super tight. Um, and this one, it did drag on, um, like champions. Like there was stuff. It was, it was like you added runtime just to make it longer. Just to yeah, say it's it. just editing, like a little bit of editing. Right, it's a long way. It's it's almost like they're not as judicious with the editing as they used to be. I don't yeah, know. You're right. You're 100 percent right. Um. So 
uh, that to me is, is is a con is a downside to it for the most part though i very much enjoyed this movie like i said i uh the jump scares didn't turn me off i leaned towards them i liked them um i liked the ending i liked how the the monster came out and it was a creepy monster i thought it was a good one mm-hmm. um it, it became apparent and it showed it kind of showed everything there at the end that had been theorized and discussed through the whole movie like why is it doing yeah. this how does it jump from person to person and like at the end you literally see it crawl inside her which yeah. is fucking creepy on that shit i think that's sort of a trope of the supernatural thing like it is towards the yeah. end where like it ends up winning or it's still alive like sort of thing like that you, yes yeah it tricks you right so i was gonna say exactly. this movie is thick it is so heavy with these themes and these uh tricks tropes that have been used many times mm-hmm. before but absolutely instead of it and normally i would i would be using that as a con a, against my opinion on the movie but for some reason and i it was it wasn't like it was done super well it was just done in 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 a classical or original way that i was used to but i maybe it was also too i haven't seen a movie like this in a long time you know there's a there was a string of horror movies jump scare movies that came out clumped together like after the ring after the ring was super popular there was a bunch of jump scare Uh movies that came out and those got really old and i hadn't seen something like that in a long time so maybe it was me just kind of coming back and revisiting that particular type of horror movie why i enjoyed it yeah well there was a lot of that stuff like conjuring insidious like that stuff which was sort of in the same vein can we Mm -hmm. actually can we actually talk about the ending just a little bit too marky because um uh, yeah. I, I was reading this thing online that the way that monster manifested was um they were trying to make it look like all of the victims uh. that this monster had and there were there were different very there are different parts of the monster that looked like all of the people that had been affected by the smile um now i didn't necessarily love the ending either although i did like it when she thought she got out of there and then went back to the cop's house and then suddenly was just she was actually still in there can Um, i say something real quick on that and i'll let you go yeah yeah. because i just rewatched this movie again recently and i actually finished the last 15 minutes right before we jumped on Mm -hmm. and i noticed and i knew that that uh that trick ending was there obviously for my second Mm rewatch when she's in that cop's house yeah behind him his bathroom door is cracked open and it's framed just behind him and now re-watching it i could see like it's that's a obviously it's a uh an obvious choice by the director to leave yeah. that door cracked and it, it gives you a sense of uneasiness because you're looking over his shoulder like why is the fucking door cracked something yeah. doesn't seem right yeah, yeah. the whole scene mm-hmm. my my hairs in the back of my neck were standing up even yeah. though i knew it was coming mm-hmm. Mm-hmm like subconsciously you know something's not right she thinks she's made it out of the woods yeah but just that just that door being cracked yeah gives your subconscious yeah. enough of a fucked up feeling but at the very end if you remember he you know the boy the ex-boyfriend kicks in the door and remember he sees her body chart but she's got the smile showing that it got it got passed along to him which would you make you think it's open to a sequel which there mm-hmm. is going to be because sure. a, a sequel yeah. has been greenlit. It's supposed to come out next year. Now, DP, I don't know if it's going to be with your boy. I don't know if he's yeah. going to be Impulse. the lead or, or or not, but there is going to be a sequel to it. I mean, when you make $200 million in the box office, you, 
not uh, on us on us yeah on that kind yeah. of return right exactly um but i don't know the, you're right uh, aj i kind of agree with you there are parts of the ending i didn't like i, I like I hated and liked the ending at the same time. It was weird. I'm kind of, again, this movie has got me kind of fucking twisted. Um, but I, Marky, to your point before too, when they were talking about the mother, one of the thing that, one of the things that comes out was remember the mother overdosed and died. Right. Mm-hmm. And Sosie Bacon's character had a chance to help her to call for help. And she didn't, she just right. And I think that was kind of like this under, under, undertone of the movie and i always try to find that like what is the movie trying to say and i think what they're trying to it was a kind of this exploration of trauma and like the horrific manifestations that come with it when you're a kid and then you bring it with you into your adulthood so i think that's kind of what they were going for um and the jump scares didn't bother me and i'm gonna tell you why most of them the jump scares were from fucking people smiling right which fucked me up Mm. right and not only that, but what was going on, if you watch it back, all right, even just to watch those scenes, most of the time, all this shit is going on. And then the person that is smiling is just fucking frozen in time, not even blinking, not doing anything, just fucking smiling and staring. All this shit's happening. And then bang, this fucking frozen person. That is what I think scared the shit out of me so much. Yeah. yeah well, mm. That opening scene, I can't get it out of my goddamn head. And there's some sneaky good acting in this movie. I thought so. She was really good. It's solid. Yeah. Girl... Did David Lindhagen's daughter was fucking excellent. <laughs> I had to throw one more in, guys. Hagen? Hagen? Hagen. Uh, but they, but, and again, Caitlin Stacy in that first scene I thought was fucking great. Yeah, the I think guy, there's some really good acting here. Right, the guy that was the star of Star of Echoes, his daughter was good in this. Oh, yeah. God, what was his name? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I like that movie. Star of Echoes. I, haven't heard that I have to time. dig. Yeah. Do a, you guys want to do a Kevin Bacon night? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need to I would well. love to. Sure, of echoes is so, awesome. What don't so, you get? I have to have dig. to dig. So, <laughs> so, I think I, I worry about a sequel for this because I don't think there's like a lot like diminishing return on things like this, right? Absolutely. Like, like Conjuring, right? The first one's excellent, but the sequels I've seen a like at least one of the sequels, and yeah, there's some diminishing returns on supernatural stuff, like where there's only so much you can mine from it and there's only so much originality you could pull and, and make it and make a successful or, or effective sequel out of something like this. But obviously when they make that kind of money, they're going to make a sequel. Like it's 100%. obvious, right? Like it makes sense. Yeah. Um, but I, 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 I mean, horror sequels are obviously always a mixed bag, you know I mean? You're yeah. never going to get, you're never going to like, you know, Cat, you know, get the magic you get like from Scream One. Like you're never gonna get no capture that magic again. You know, uh, Scream Two was decent, but the first Scream was so groundbreakingly cool that you're just not gonna get it. Like I don't know. Well, can I? Can I? Oh, I, I got a couple things to say. Uh, first of all, I don't know if we mentioned this, but there's a trailer for a new Insidious movie. Um, you're talking Hey-o. about talking about a. Uh, I love the first one. I love the first one too, and Hey-o. I think I saw the second one, and I saw this trailer for the new one. I'm like, oh, cool! They're making a third Insidious movie. No, this yeah. is like number six. They have oh, run shit. that ship to the fucking ground. I had no yeah. idea. Yeah, I've seen the first one, and that's it, and the, and that's all I need. But they have the original cast back. 
They've got uh, Patrick Wilson. They've got the creepy old lady. They've got uh, Ro- uh, shit. What's her name? Um, I was about to say Rose McGowan. That's not it. Rose uh, or something. Rose. Rose Byrne. Rose Byrne. Thank you. Um, and the boy, the young boy from the original Insidious movie. He's mm. in it. He's a, he's fucking grown up now. Remember but the, scene um, in the fucking demon like. Just he's pops back. Up and, oh my god, this is fucking scary. <laughs> you should watch the trailer, man. Yeah, it looks great. I think um, I've got uh, high hopes for that. This new one. But speaking of sequels, I'd just be concerned here. I'm concerned for that. Well, they've already burned <laughs> it, so you know all I can do is try and steer <laughs> it back to land. And, I know, I know. <laughs> um, but a sequel for Smile. I'm theorizing here on a way that they could do something good with this uh, if they keep. Uh, the the cop that's now the new infected just pick up where the last one left off mm-hmm. and he is aware of what's going on right uh, all the yeah. other victims in this first movie they didn't they didn't know what was going on except for the guy that she met in prison he figured it out and killed somebody that like was that. a great scene yeah that was a great he flips out that's a mm-hmm. great scene yeah so the the cop has been with her through all this he knows yeah. what it is and he he believed her at the end and he saw what happened and now it's happening to him so what about a movie where he is from the get-go, he's got an an uh, an upper leg where he can start to fight it just right out the gate because he knows yeah. what he's dealing with. Yeah, so, I like it. I like it. And I like I like it, but I don't know that that's what they would go with it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I think because they made so much money, like I don't know, they might they might want to go bigger and bolder like i don't know more gruesome more jump scares gruesome yeah Yeah. definitely definitely could i all right can i ask you guys one and we can we can we can finish it up after this if you if you like i have there was one scene in the movie and i know i was talking about the the opening scene but there's one scene in the movie i don't know why this is but i still have the fucking willies over it and and literally (laughs) when this happened i was watching it here at home on a weekend night it was early though I had to fucking get up and walk. Like I'm like Astro, let's fucking go outside. Like I had to like. There were people outside. I wanted to be near people. They're all smiling but, at you. It, it was so. I don't know why this fucked me up so bad. But do you guys remember in the movie when her house alarm goes off? Yes. And the alarm company calls, and yes. the girl on the phone is like, "Are you sure you're alone?" That was a good yeah. one. For some Look fucking reason. You. I like fucking whoa, put. Whoa, whoa. I had to put the movie on pause and take a walk. I don't know why that fucked me up so much. I think, and I think if they kind of steered more into that, the little more that just really. Well, they did me. a little bit more. They, they did a little bit more when the uh, when Rose's therapist showed up at her door. And yeah, and then she her called her. Phone. <laughs> And then yeah, that, I'm getting chills right now. That, that was, a was good one. so fucking yeah. scary. Right. I, I fucking think Jerry I think... Hogarth's wife was fucking on it. Yes. Jessica Jones. Thank you. AJ got it. Oh yeah. Nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, AJ. Yeah. Um, he's been googling shit for the last. When time. it comes to like supernatural <laughs> horror, though, I think the creepier the better. I th- I don't think jump scares work all the time with supernatural horror. Like it works. It works, but I think you need to mix in the creepy. So, like, yeah, when the therapist was there, but it wasn't really the therapist, and then she got the phone call, that was effective. And then the the scene you're talking agree. about, 
You the the scene you're talking about, TW, which that it got with the that, with the with the home alarm. And I'm stuff. fucked up over it. Still. Like it's more it's more creepy, and I think with supernatural horror, you need to have that element. I and think you if need, they like need to yeah. do it well. Like I was saying, if they steered more into that, because remember she's like, "Oh my 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 back door is open." Well, somebody in there with you? Uh, no, no. Are you? And the suddenly the girl just switches. Are you sure? Oh and, my and, god! And, I was like, Jesus. Christ, and like, the other thing, the yeah, mm-hmm. one of the things that got me too was right after that is when she couldn't find her cat anymore. Yeah, uh, and so you're like, oh, did the cat just run out the back door when it yeah. was open? What's going no, on? Obvi- then, obviously, something yeah. something malignant happened to the cat. Like we knew that. Right. That's why DP didn't like this movie. They killed the fucking cat. Right. Must have. They pulled that shit. fucking dead cat out of the box. It's like I'm done. Yes. <laughs> That's, I, I got a I got a couple things I like to add to it as well. But Marky, that I, scene, what, right? That scene. Yes. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, that that was one. I'm that trying got to me. work this out because yeah. I'm still fucked up over it. Well, and so uh, to piggyback on that, um, these scenes that make your your hair stand up, it's it's because of this misdirection, right? And you know, mm-hmm. it's it's you're thinking that everything's uh, in a normal lane of sanity, and then it quickly goes into and it, it plays well into the theme of the movie where the, the, she is a psychiatrist and there is insanity in people. You feel like you're going crazy with her. She's trying to express what's happening to her to other people. They think her, she's fucking crazy. Um, so when she's talking to that woman on the alarm system company, and it's a very much uh, – I mean I don't even have a home alarm company, but the lady sounds like the the woman from the commercials. You know, she's asking for her uh, personal code or whatever, and she's yeah, like yeah. being calming and talking to her. But as soon as she says, "Are you sure?" Oh, like her God. her tone changes like <sighs> immediately, and you're just like, it was, yeah, super, that, it was super dry. It was. Are you sure? I was like, and fuck. It, and then again, same what we were talking about earlier. The scene of the psychiatrist when she does the home visit, and then the phone rings, and it's the real psychiatrist mm-hmm. on the phone. Mm-hmm. That uh, shit way scarier than like the eight. What fucking yeah. mother? Yeah. Is it, well, right. Is so, her mother? So, right. So uh, like that was fucking stupid. Right. That so made I me laugh. That, fucking Cal Penn pulling his face off made me laugh. I think like I think that just scary Cal shit was terrible. Always, yeah, I think what I think what I'm I think what I'm getting from from Dan is um you know when it comes to this like the subtle stuff is more scary. Yeah, than 100%. that ostentatious like you know big seven foot tall fucking demon like yeah i get it it's in my face like i understand what you're that's trying to why, tell me that's mm-hmm. why hereditary was so goddamn scary oh god yeah. don't please <laughs> yes an exercise in like how run it across the ceiling marky come no, on but, but but an exercise in how to scare you ari esther does a great job oh. in hereditary in oh, subverting subverting like the genre and scaring you effectively yeah he's smart mm. Ari Aster. Yeah. he is very yeah sharp. actually I'm real quick chills. left turn mark you i know you saw bo is afraid i did should we go see it that movie's three hours long yes <laughs> I, i've heard that i'm worried about that movie I I enjoyed it and mm-hmm. I I I didn't get into the theater until eight thirty after previews. You know, it starts like at eight forty five or whatever. It's three hours long. I had to work the next day. I'm in a foreign mm-hmm. city, and mm-hmm. when I got out, there was a 
three or four people that came out of the theater with me. It was an empty show. And they were all, I could tell, they were all wanting to talk about it. I wanted to talk about it. We were all strangers, yeah. but I was right. beat tired. And I just, I just walked mm-hmm. out, but like that, I needed somebody to talk to about that movie. And I still do. Cause I, I haven't processed it yet. It is mm-hmm. by far his most bizarre movie. Right. Um, and this is what I've heard about it too. To be, yeah. To be honest, I can't make heads or tails of it. Um, you, you asked, or, you know, TW, I know you like to find a meaning in movies. I tried it's there's something in there there's one that's yeah. obvious on the top but it's so there's other things that are so deep underneath you know it do you want to know what's batshit on rotten mm. tomatoes right now the critics review and the audience review exactly the same really wow i would have thought critics 70. high audience low 70 even but again it's only 250 plus with the audience so that'll okay. change mm. but 195 reviews 70 70 mm. is that I, fucked I, up for uh, a movie that's that weird Yes, yeah. that is well. That the audience are all people like us that aren't specifically critics. That's right, right, right. But true. Yeah, we love film and we'll go yeah. see it. It, it was like a it, yeah. without giving anything away. It was a brilliant movie. It was fantastic. Uh, I never got up once to pee because I couldn't leave it. I couldn't watch it, or I couldn't, mm-hmm. you know, get pulled away from it. Wow, two hours um, and fifty nine minutes, technically. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah excuse me. <laughs> so. Um. And I, I, tried that finding, I tried finding stuff online for some explanation, some deeper meaning for my idiot brain to make sense mm. of it. And I found Ari Aster talking about it. And that asshole is being uh, just deceptive. Not decept- He's being coy about, Rick. you know, yeah, people are like, what's this mean? He's like, what does it mean to you? And you're like, no, fuck, tell me, what did I see? What is this? What does it mean? <laughs> I, actually, well, as the movie gets more like mainstream, Appeal because it's probably just in limited theaters right now, is my guess. That's mm-hmm. right? uh, something like that. Yeah, yeah there's so, only a couple of places you could see. You know, maybe, yeah. maybe they'll you'll see a little more. more it doesn't. It, it doesn't have a cinema score yet. Like, have you guys been on Cinema Score? Mm-mm. Uh, doesn't have it. like a consensus yet. Yeah. So I'm curious. It's A through F. Like, it's a. I think it's a movie that the movie council needs to see. Yeah. Um, because I need somebody mm. to talk to about it. Yeah, we might need like a whole episode for it. <laughs> yeah. I think so. Yeah. There's there's so much in that fucking movie. Joaquin Phoenix, All Star. You know that that alone is worth seeing him put to get put to work on something so like this. All right, um, boys. Oh, sorry, Marky. I was just yeah. Gonna... Last thing I wanted to say yeah. about uh, Smile. Um, the people that they chose casting wise that are the malignant. Uh, smile people. Mm-hmm. Every, those smile people. They had the best creepy smiles. They picked the perfect. What I mean, dude, perfect people to do these. The therapist, the girl in the beginning. That, that she's so gorgeous. He's the and, one on the poster, and she's still like that. Mm-hmm. Is still like, and again, it's also it's not just a smile. It's the fact that nothing else is fucking moving. Right. Oh, yeah. And the, the the other ones that they have sprinkled in the movie that are doing this smile they're just so eerie the, the, the crazy guy in her hospital yeah that, uh, yeah, you're yeah, gonna yeah. Die. i'm gonna die we're all gonna die when she walks past his room that one time it's like her first crazy moment i think mm-hmm. yeah she walks past his room and he's just sitting straight up and smiling huge huge smile um yeah that, are, that was are you alone stuff. are you alone in your house Oof, yeah. are, are you sure Oh God! Fuck. Anyways, yeah. All right. Well, anyways, let's do a quick um, one out of five. AJ, go ahead. Mm-hmm. 
Not as bad as champions, clearly. All right. Um, I'll say two out of five. Okay. Depay. Uh, yeah, I'm actually exactly the same. Two out of five. Like, it, it wasn't horrible. Like, there's parts that made me laugh. However, <laughs> I, cow it wasn't meant to make me laugh, so... It makes me question it. But yeah, I, I still enjoyed watching it, so I'll give it two out of five. Hey, Marky. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with like a three and a half out of five. Mm-hmm. Um I very much enjoyed the movie. Um, but mm-hmm. with this kind of genre, you know, it's not like uh I can't go over a four with something like this or even get to a four just because of um I I, I just enjoyed it very much, but there's nothing yeah. unique or original about it to bump it up further than that. Marky, I'm exactly with you. I'm at three and a half. Nice. So, um, I liked it. Um, I would. Yeah, watch, it's just a good classic scary movie. movie. It's yeah, me too. I would see the sequel. So, all right. Well, listen. Um, those are the reviews. Do you guys want to? Do you guys have any um uh recommendations or anything? Any? Uh, I don't have a recommendation per se, but I do a kind of question. Have you guys seen? Speaking of tonight's episode, Woody Harrelson and basketball. Uh, have you guys seen the trailer for the reboot of White Man Can't Jump? No. no. Yeah, the trailer just dropped recently. Uh, Jack Harlow is playing the fucking uh, Woody Harrelson that... character. Yeah, yeah, he's Harlow? a musician, rapper. Okay, I don't know him from music and at he's all. He's a white but... guy. Yeah, but yeah, he plays the Woody Harrelson character. Uh, I think it's dropping on Hulu in a couple of weeks, maybe somewhere nice. around there. But the the trailer's out now. It doesn't look nearly as good as fucking Woody and fucking no, Wesley God, Snipes. I love that fucking movie. That movie is fucking perfect. So I don't know good. why they would remake it. It's so Just good. Play that one now. Leave it alone. It holds up. So it good. holds up to this day. It... Uh, all right. Anywho, but yeah, the the Rosie Perez is recently. so hot in that fucking movie. Oh, oh my God, fucking really... what is a quince? Yeah, just, what is quiche? Fuck, I love her in that movie. She rubbed so one out <laughs> so many. Yeah, Ro- Rosie. There's a nip slip from Rosie in that. Film. Yeah, 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 in the bag. With <laughs> yeah, yeah, just <laughs> a <lot of> dirty dogs. <laughs> loads dropped over that. All right, um, <laughs> guys, can I just really quick? I, I randomly watched this movie the other day, and let me just fire it up real quick. And I don't know what to make of it, and I don't recommend it. Mm. Um, but I almost want to just. If you guys have, um, I, I just want to look how long it is. Uh, if you guys have two hours and 20 minutes to spare someday Gosh. and you want to watch a movie that's going to bore the shit out of you, but like make you really think after it, it's, it's in my head. It's, All a, right. it's, it just came out last year. It's a fucking Matt Damon movie called Stillwater. Oh, oh, I remember hearing about it, or I remember the yeah. title at least. That's quick... kind of similar to the fucking the girl in uh, Italy, uh, yeah. Amanda Knox yes. type story. Yeah, yes. so okay, it's it as unemployed roughneck Bill Baker. That's Matt Damon. Travels from Oklahoma to Marseille to visit his estranged daughter Allison. It's uh, Abigail Breslin, please her. In prison for a murder she claims she did not commit, Allison seizes on a new tip that could exonerate her and presses Bill to engage her legal team. But Bill is eager to prove his worth and regain his daughter's trust. 
takes matter to his own hands. Uh, he's quickly stymied by language barriers, cultural differences, and a complicated legal system until he meets French actress Virgin, mother to eight-year-old Maya. Together, these unlikely allies embark on a journey, discovery, truth, love, and liberation. It's, um, again, it's a long slog. I was at work and I had nothing to do and I got through it. And there's there's some things that happen in the end that kind of will go whoa and uh, I don't know I feel I feel like I recommend it I don't know why I don't know I I, I like I don't it's almost like I don't want to put you guys through it but also I want you guys to think about it because it's, it's it's got you thinking enough yeah I mean it's seventy five um, critics seventy two audience so it's not horrible sixty five um, points probably towards Matt Damon huh. He was terrific, but Abigail Breslin was too. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I want you guys to maybe if you if you get bored one day, it's on. Uh, I watched I think on Showtime, um, but uh, it's also on Paramount. You can pay for it on Prime um, if you, if you can. If you can, if you have a you know you know not feeling well one day or something. You're interesting. 20. I, again, I, that's I'm a try- long movie to get through. I know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to work it through in my head whether I liked it or not. I, I just can't. I gotcha. It's weird. You know, I, it, that being the case, I might as well throw mine out because I had the same exact thing uh, over these past two weeks. I watched a movie. Um. God, I don't know if I can recommend it though, but. Uh, uh, the movie from uh, Luc Besson, the guy that did like The Fifth Element and uh, Leon, uh, The Professional, yeah. he yeah. put out a movie that was a, in this country at least, a gigantic flop. Made a bunch of movie money overseas, so it didn't completely flop. But uh, it's called Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. I didn't realize I was that guy. <laughs> yeah, it's you know uh, what's her name, Cara Delevingne, and, and Dane DeHaan. Which yeah. every time I hear the name Dane DeHaan, it just reminds me of like a stupid nickname Timmy would have given me when we were kids. <laughs> oh, like, I've seen that movie. It's it's uh, yeah, it's it, not it's interesting. Bad. It, it's, it's a fun. Just... It's a fun universe. The movie is set in. Yeah, exactly, and, and that's what it is. Like the universe it's set in is very interesting and it's yeah. you know uh like the the setup of it how they show you how uh humans got to this point in you know uh the the universe with building a space station and expanding and expanding and expanding it like it didn't suck but i don't know if i could recommend it either it, it's fun it, it it's interesting if you're into fucking sci-fi. So I would say you, watch it. You know, Valerian is the one that you're uh, you're bringing to the table is one that you can't necessarily recommend, but you're throwing it yeah. out there. As, yeah, okay. exactly. So that's, I yeah. feel the same way. It's like I wanted to like it more than I I, I wanted to like it right? more. Um, yeah, I wanted to come away being like, oh yes, this is. I can see the why one it, everyone was wrong about. But I know I could see yeah. why it didn't do well. Yes. Um. Because there were some great build-up moments, but it it dropped the ball pretty hard for a good portion of the movie. Mm-hmm. But f- fantastic! Yeah, if you're a sci-fi fan, I think you you can't miss it because it's very unique ideas in there. Exactly. So, right. well, hey, listen, um, AJ, before we, before we end it, um, did we bring up that show last week 
the Steve, the the Stephen Yoon show. Oh, beef! Yeah, I didn't know that we did. Yeah, I know we were talking about it, but then we didn't. I've heard it's good. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't bring now, it up. Now that is you... something I would absolutely recommend. I thought you wanted to bring it up this week. Maybe I, you know, by the time we finished, you know, I don't know. yeah, uh, beef is great. I really good. It. I finished it. Um, probably right before last podcast, and I didn't bring it up in the recommendations because I. I don't know why we what we talked about. We had other stuff we were talking yeah, about. Yeah. But it's um yeah, Steven Yun is I mean, I don't have to he's brilliant. No, he's one of the best actors in the world right now. He is brilliant. I mean, he I really guess. is. Ali Wong is yep. the female yeah. lead, yep. right? Yeah. A little weird casting, but I feel like she got the job done. She got the mm-hmm. job done, but I mean she's She's acting against like a titan right now. This dude is legitimately one of the best actors on planet Earth. Is he the kid from um, Walking Dead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Around that because his acting is not bashed in. Well, Walking Dead. So he was nominated for an Academy Award for Minari, which I have not seen, but I've heard he's fucking brilliant in it. And if you watch Beef, there's just something about. About this guy he's such a loser in this show <laughs> but he is so fucking good man he's so good he carries the show this kid is on fire right now and, and we got we got to keep an eye out for him uh, he's gonna he's gonna win some awards if he keeps on this stream. i love him in this and this show is uh dark yeah super oh, dark oh it's like funny for the first half and then gets really fucking serious in the second half like the the story is so intricate um it's basically just real quick. The plot summary is basically Stephen Yun and Ali Ali Wong have like a a road rage incident with each other in a parking lot. In a parking yeah. lot, and she's like a rich woman, and he's this kind of broke loser. And it this story between the two of them trying to get revenge on each other <laughs> just just goes down this psychotic path. Yeah, and there's other side characters that get involved, and like it, it just, but mm-hmm. it always come back. It always comes back to these two trying to fuck with each other. Yeah, and they can't get over what happened in this in this one fucking <laughs> moment. They got um, beef. Oh, they got a huge beef. With I I need to watch it. Um, it's fucked up, but it, it's it's re- I it's love su- it. It's super bingeable because it's in that like sort of vein where the following episode like picks right back up with the fall the previous yeah. one and they're all like ended, what, like, yeah they're all like like 42 minutes or something like they're and it's all... like four episodes or something no no, I, think no, like, no I want to say it's like eight or ten eight to oh, ten okay. yeah it's a, it's, a, it's a standard ten season. to ten i believe it, it, it's dude it gets fucking wild yeah well, <laughs> one of my one of my best friends that uh i talk to quite regularly that he's uh one of my go-to uh movie and tv show entertainment uh discussion friends um a kid i grew up with but he's also like outside of the podcast uh he's one of the guys i talk to the most besides yeah we know about andrew harvey Uh, this is a different kid um i was gonna say besides uh, dp's friend andrew harvey Mm -hmm. um but no my buddy george uh he's the one that asked me if i'd seen that show and i I hadn't and he was like it's like a fucked up version of crazy rich asians is the way he put it (laughs) and he said he burned through it in like two days i could not stop watching that yeah i think i probably it was probably two to three days for me that I maria bellows in it too which is interesting i haven't seen her in a while kept her clothes on too which was weird (laughs) they come off in every movie 
kind of like uh, Mila Jovovich. Remember DP? Yeah, Mem- yeah. Remember exactly. DP the fucking cooler. They come off in the cooler. <laughs> um. Anyways, but yeah, that's a good show. That's a very yeah, bingeable, very bingeable, easy to consume. Like, and it's an A twenty four produced show, right? It is. Yeah. 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 yeah they they they're putting their um. Putting their weight behind that one, and like I think A24 is awesome. Like, I'll watch anything that they put out. I do love that studio, yeah. So, anyways, definitely recommend that. That's a little double team for me and AJ right there. That's absolutely uh, really good, really, really good. So, um, guys, we got anything else before we uh, call it an evening? Yeah, I mean, I've got some obvious ones. Um, uh, The Mandalorian just wrapped, uh, That's a fantastic fucking show. They did a great job finishing her off. Uh, fantastic show. Barry is uh, in its final season yeah. on HBO. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was, my, was, that was my re- episode. Earlier. That was my recommendation last week. So yeah, they are, like, man. They it's they are dropping I, like flies in that show. It, they <laughs> are, show. and there's these moments where. Because like there's sometimes where I'm thinking I'm like why is Barry so popular? I mean I know why I like the show, but I don't understand why it's so like wildly popular. And then there's a scene that happens like in this uh, most recent episode. I'm like oh my god, that's some of the best written television ever. <laughs> like that's Seriously. so good and most it's so perfectly executed acting wise. Um, I think Bill Bill Hader is a creator of that show. Yeah, he's, he's a writer. Writer, yeah. yeah, he's a writer, creator. It's him, yeah, yeah. He's he's a, he's a smart he's kid, man. Brilliant, he's, he's brilliant. Yeah, um, he's got like a trophy case full of awards for that show already. Yeah, I know this is the final gonna, season, but I think he's going to keep going on to doing bigger, larger things. He's I can't wait. To, I can't. Yeah, I can't wait to see what he does. We're going to be honestly. seeing him for years to come. Um, uh, non movie wise, I'm playing a uh, Jedi Survivor new video game. <laughs> Which it's, is lovely. Which is lovely. I um, would like. To, I would like to make a recommendation that's not movie, not okay. TV, not game. Sure. I am reading a book series right now that you can jump into it at like certain points. It's a forty book series that's a satire. 40? forty books, but you can jump in. There's different arcs in it. That's like you know five or six books per arc. Like, um, if you guys familiar with terry pratchett he uh-huh. he combined with uh neil gaiman to do good omens it was right. a show on amazon prime but, uh good omens but i tried to read the based book on that with david tennant anyway he wrote a series called discworld and it's fucking hilarious and if you're reading it all it's easy to consume it's just three four three hundred pages or so per book uh, more so it's or less, dis, it's Terry Pratchett's, Pratchett's Her, Terry Pratchett series, Discworld, World, where there's forty different books. Yeah, it's forty books, but it's 40. like there's different arcs. Like, so you can read like a small segment of it. You don't have to jump in at book one. But I'm reading, like, I'm reading book. I don't even know what number it is, but it's the first <laughs> of like the the death arc, where like the Grim Reaper is like the main character. Sounds like and, Terry Pratchett. Yeah. Um. Uh, the book's called Mort. It's hilarious, and you know, I just I recommend that to anyone. It's just it's like a a fun read, and if you're if you're a reader, but like you're you're looking for something different, yeah. you know, it's that weird dry British humor. Hey, yes, listen, ex- exactly. If you like, uh, 
you know, uh, uh, Monty Python or whatever. Hey, like it's right in that vein. Hey, listen, can I, I, I don't want to recommend a movie or a show or a book or anything remotely entertainment wise when it comes <clears> to that. Can I recommend uh, jerking off with a belt around your neck? Is that ah. anything? Now, T.W., let me ask you, how do you I've uh, done that. go about this without uh, killing yourself? Because I've heard well, this. You have, that have yeah, yeah, you have to have a spotter uh, uh, when, you, when you do. Yeah, me and T.P. have been hanging out a lot lately. Um, yeah, it's all about timing, baby. Yeah, so, but I'm telling you, that leather around your throat is, as you come, it's nothing like it. Now, Anyways, does, does the type uh, of belt come Jesus into play? Uh, no, I mean, it, you just want something. You know, I'm a big boy, so you just want uh-huh. something that's got, you know, that can hold you there. It's got to cut off the circulation. Yeah, oh, whatever whatever you need. So something thick for me. But if you're smaller, you can get away with, you know, snake skin or uh, bed or something to that. Jesus okay. Christ. Uh, just, yeah, I mean, just attach it to the door, but call DP first. Plus, you remember... Um, uh, I don't know why I just thought of this. Was it Scary Movie 2? The, the opening scene was a, a spoof on The Exorcist. Yeah. He's got the- <laughs> it's James Woods that comes late, and he's like, I'm sorry it took me so long to get here. It takes me a little bit longer to get there, you know what I'm saying? But I find if I put a finger <laughs> right up my ass. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyways, we got to call this a night. I, I, it's officially yeah. gone bad. Um, but listen... We we didn't get uh, say anything to get us canceled um, uh, when we talked about champions, so that's good. Um, I only quit the movie. Can we fix that Not now? Yeah, you can. <laughs> Talk about Rain Man uh, for a couple of minutes. Yeah. All, right. Um, all right, let's 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 call it an evening. We'll talk when we go off. Uh, you know, well, who knows what the future of the podcast holds? Who knows if we'll be back next week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, or I'll be dead from you know auto erotic asphyxiation within the next couple of days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah. if Daddy's not there to help, who knows? What a way to go! What a way to go! <laughs> Just don't do it without a buddy. Yeah, it's a buddy D- system. DP never says no to that. So anyway, accountability, right. buddy. That's it. All right, boys. Well, let's call it an evening. Great job tonight. Um, you know, I, you know, we don't have to rehash. All right. So uh, for myself, for AJ, DP, Marky, you guys have a phenomenal week and we will talk to you soon. Night. 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 Peace out. Good night. Double M fucking bangs. I don't know if you guys know this. <laughs> the movie council is adjourned.